Hello and welcome to another episode of Flying High with Flutter. I'm your host, Alan Wyma. Today I am with Lucas Sukup. I hopefully I said that correctly. He is working at a startup that's created a very interesting app called Sumio, which helps you to manage your net worth. Hopefully I said that correctly. Uh, Lucas, welcome to the show. Why don't you give a quick introduction and help us to understand more about your product? Hello, thank you for having me. Um, I'm uh, I'm a part of the team of uh, three guys who is who are developing uh, apps. We started uh, with the first app, which is called Sumio. We are focusing on making finance uh, apps uh, independent, not uh, not. Uh, you know, connected with any any like uh, spam or any like uh, shady shady stuff. Uh, we started uh, the startup uh, two years ago. Uh, we wanted to uh, develop apps uh, which would be private and focused on helping users with uh, their money. The first app is called Sumio. Uh, the goal of the app is to help uh, users with uh, their financial planning, and uh, we released uh, the first version of the app, which is uh, basically about calculating network and keeping track of uh, your investments, uh, if you have any. So it's like a first iteration of the app. Uh, we uh, Our goal is to actually have the app for the financial planning, but we decided on the way that uh, we should uh, release the first version as soon as possible. So we like cut the functionalities and focused on this first use case, which is the calculating of the of the network and launch it. And uh, we are collecting feedback and also working on the uh, new functionalities. So we want to actually gradually add the functionalities in order to achieve the ultimate goal, which is to make Sumio the uh, independent and private app uh, that would help you to create your uh, financial plan. So that's, that's uh, and we are based in Prague in Europe, in Czech Republic. And as I said, we are a team of three. It's me. I'm acting as a as a product manager, as a designer, as a project lead, and also as a as an administrative person for the company. There is a developer uh, and uh, another guy who is helping with the uh, with the with the law stuff because he's attorney in law in, in Prague, Czech Republic. Wait, it's okay. You got only three people. That's it's a pretty really nice app for only three people, and you really have one developer, right? Yes, we have uh, one developer, and uh, I'm actually I'm trying to help him with the designing, with the testing. I also like learning uh, a bit of uh, Flutter, but uh, I I have to say is that I'm not a developer. Uh, I only can like tweak some widgets. I I can build the app, so I do this kind of like thing that I I, I prepare the releases to the app stores and and do this kind of stuff. But I'm not actually coding the the app in terms of like developing the uh, the widgets and stuff. I, I tweak them sometimes. I, I take care of the translations, uh, App Store uh, presence, and all the other stuff which is not connected with the with the technical part of the of the uh, of the app. Now, can we hear more about your background yourself? Because I'm kind of curious about you know who who are you that you can just start writing up code? I mean, not to say you can't. I mean, what what's kind of your background? Where did you when did you kind of start getting into technology? Sure. Uh, uh, my background is in project management. I was uh, working for General Electric in Czech Republic and in in um, in US also. Uh, so I was leading e-commerce projects. Uh, I was doing like consultancy work. I was developing, for example, payment gateway in Czech Republic, uh, working on the internet banking. I mean the direct channels for banks. So mostly in uh, in this kind of field of like uh, technologies. And uh, 
I started my own company doing the consultancy work and then because I, I wanted to develop I was interested in 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 this world of mobile apps and uh, I, I was actually also working uh, as a consultant for some projects uh, for mobile apps so I saw this opportunity to do it to do uh, to do mobile apps and uh, I don't know how is it going uh, in other markets than Czech Republic but based on my research is that it's quite similar and what I mean is that the financial advisors are basically sellers of products and uh, if you if you want some kind of a uh, advice or if you want to create a financial plan at the end of the day it's always about like like buying some insurance or buying some investment products so we saw that this is also this could be like a chance to make it differently to make the financial plan also about some some advice that would guide you on your way to achieve your goals and make it make it transparent make it private so that's where it somehow connected and i decided to invest uh, some of my time into this adventure and uh, we started this um, uh, this company with the company is called fiduciary labs and the uh, the goal is actually to develop these privately focused apps for for finance and my background actually is not technical, so I was I was actually working in the IT, but as a project manager and consultant for projects. So I was just you know on the side of the people who are organizing, organizing the uh, the work, uh, creating uh, creating the plans for the work and and stuff. And I was working for for banks mostly and IT companies. Now, when you were doing project management before, were you also kind of rolling up your sleeves and also kind of touching the code too, or this is your first time ever doing something like that? I was doing websites, if, it's, if it could be considered as a coding. So I was, I was developing uh, uh, websites and uh, I started to learn uh, React because I wanted to do some more fancy, I wanted to use more fancy technologies for the development on the, on the web, web apps. And uh, but I'm 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 more inclined to the design of the stuff, so I'm focusing more on like the uh, user experience and user interface design rather than the actual coding. I mean, I don't know. Like I I, I mean, it's great that you can roll up your sleeves and kind of get your hands dirty, and I appreciate that. It's not they're definitely two different types of mindsets, right? If you're working with code, I mean, since you do more design, I mean. When you start trying to kind of tweak the code to make it work for your design, do you feel like very complicated or do you feel it's actually pretty easy when you're working with Flutter? Uh, actually, it took me some time to, to, to get the concept, to understand the structure uh, of the code. I think what I see very often is that uh, when you read some documentation, the documentation is basically written by people who take for granted some kind of like concepts of uh, of code and stuff and for me it was was not so obvious to or for, i think i mean in general i think for people who are not like familiar with uh, with coding i think it could be a bit challenging to read the documentation and to understand the concept but if you if you put an effort in it i think it's then understandable so it took me some time to get into it but uh, i'm now able to to tweak the widgets that uh, uh, my colleague is developing for the app. I'm able to do the translations. I'm, I'm actually able to build the app and distribute it uh, to to stores. So uh, you know, generate the, generate the 
certificates. Uh, I'm using Xcode to set up the uh, the functionalities we need for the app. For like some, I don't know, like uh, you know, uh, now we are developing the fun functionality to the backup and things, so iCloud and stuff. So I think it's it's quite straightforward once you actually somehow get get the the basic concept of it. And I think it's very important to to understand it. I I often meet people who are like trying to do uh, IT projects, but they 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 don't know how what how the code even look like, you know. And I think it must be very hard for them to then somehow you know not only talk to programmers or coders but but even like to make an estimation like how how what does it mean you know to to develop a code and how how well how, how to actually make it you know live you know what does it mean to really install it you know what kind of like obstacles you can you can meet on your way to make the code uh, working uh, make all the you know all the packages and all the setup behind the code make work so I think it's it helps me, I believe. So do you remember before when you're probably asking developers how long would it take for them to build something and they could never give you a really clear answer? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, now yeah, do you sure. start to understand why, right? Yeah. And also actually for for the for the speed of the development, I realized how it's when we, because when I'm trying for example trying to develop something myself, I know how 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 many questions I, I start to have, like, okay, so because there are so many options how you can how how you can do stuff so to to get a really good like uh, specification or to have a really good like some material which we can use and understand okay so this should do this and this is the use case and these are the possible edge cases and and these edge cases can be solved like this and that so if someone is able to give you this kind of a material then it's actually like i mean effective to do the code if, if if you just got like some a very high level specification that the uh, the app should do this and that then I think this is when starts the problems because you somehow try to make it work but the way how you understand it and it could be completely different from the way how it was intended so I, I guess this kind of a gray zone between like the someone who is like making up the functionalities or make have this use case or have this like a the thing that he, he or she wants to make and the developers who are trying to like fulfill this kind of uh, uh, vision. I think this is uh, this is something that I learned that it's pos it's necessary to to have a clear documentation. I try to develop the uh, prototypes in in Figma. Really think through possible you know uh, edge cases that can happen and uh, make it as easy as possible for uh, for 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 my colleague who is developing the app so it's for him just you know that he can focus really on the technical stuff and not think what, what does it mean or how it should work you know now can we kind of roll back a little bit uh, we're talking about how much you have been enjoying flutter and how it's been helpful but can we talk about like the process of how you guys were actually choosing flutter because you did talk a little bit before the show about how you weren't really sure if this was the right technology. Can you talk about that and how you guys managed to figure out what was the best choice for you? Yep. Uh, yep. Yes. Uh, so there was this idea that, okay, so we, we saw that, okay, there, we, we think that there is this opportunity because the market with financial advising, uh, we think it's broken. I think there is this opportunity to make it, you know, as I said, more transparent, 
make it private, uh, make it work better. And we also guess, we also uh, saw that there is this uh, there is this boom of like uh, mobile apps. Uh, so let's make a mobile app that would you know be available for people who would like to have get some financial advice. And we were thinking, okay, so so this is the high level, like a, like a, like a business case, and uh, like so, how, how to do it? So we we are a small team. We don't have any uh, venture capital financing or anything like that. So we must be very uh, efficient in terms of like how we are going to spend our energy and time and also some money on the development. So. We met this with this uh, with this with our you know, colleague who is now part of the company, the developer, and we were discussing say, how how we could do it. So the the way it's to develop really like the native uh, code for iOS, the native code for Android, but it means uh, that uh, uh, the budget and the time for do it would be would be would be this, and then. What is the advantage? Do we need to use some kind of like a special technologies or special kind of APIs that the native uh, uh, native platforms offer? And we realized that we probably don't need them. Actually, we we don't need like any special uh, APIs that uh, iOS or Android is offering. So we decided, okay, so what can what are the other op- other options? And there are these like platforms which uh, uh, like React Native and uh, uh, and Flutter, and some others, of, of course. And uh, the uh, the developer uh, who who is actually now part of the company was like interested in the technology. He was also experimenting with it, with this technology with Flutter for uh, for himself, for his own projects, for his own personal projects. So we met and said, okay, so let's try to do like a quick experiment if it's going to work and how, how it would look like to develop the app uh, using the uh, Flutter technology. And we were able to have really something uh, running in uh, basically for him, it was like, I think few few Mondays. So basically let's say like one or two weeks, we had the first like some kind of like a rough version of, of what we were like uh, discussing. And that's what that was actually, you know, the uh, for us the the proof that it could work and the way how we would like to do it. So we would like to really like, at, well, at the beginning, at the beginning, we thought that okay, like we will develop this like a big app that would uh, create the financial plan, and there will be lots of functionalities. And on the way, we realized that it's really too much work, and. Uh, so we decreased the uh, the scope of uh, of the of the but but the, the but we have the technology that that would that is enable that enables us to to do this. So uh, what was what was nice and what works for us pretty good still is that we are able to continually like add new uh, add new widgets, add new functionalities, and it 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 works pretty well. And um, that's also one of the things that was quite uh, uh, quite uh, like the the advantage of flutter what I see is that you can use these pre-built packages for lots of stuff so we were able to save uh, some time because we were you start we started to use for example these uh, Cupertino widgets uh, 
we developed some packages ourselves or did our developer developed some packages, uh, for example, for HTTP calls, some, some, some own, some like uh, for specifically for our purpose but, purpose, but still we were able to use like lots of stuff which is already done. Uh, also, we wanted to use, uh, you know, these external services for handling the subscription. So we use RevenueCat and there is like uh, solid uh, SDK for for the Flutter from RevenueCat. So that was something which was like kind of like, uh, which we were afraid of, like if we would be able to really do this subscription kind of business. And with the RevenueCat, it's so... It, proved to be quite straightforward without any like effort which would be considered as like dramatic or dramatic and uh, yeah so that that's that's that was it we, we saw that this is could be the way for us because it would enable us to really develop the app the way how 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 we want it and did you guys also see a benefit that you can i mean you're only targeting ios and android at the moment right Yes, but we uh, we are considering to actually launch the web app too, and uh, for the uh, it's actually interesting that it the app works on the on the Macs too actually on these new Macs with uh, with the new chip it, the app works too. So you're considering to also launch it on desktop too? Yes. But are you? I mean, for sure you're going to go to web, right? Mm -hmm. But you're not. Are you? But you're not 100 percent sure you're going to go for desktop. It's it works on desktop. You can try if you have this new Mac with the new chips, it should work. Yeah, but are you actually going to release the app on desktop though? It is released. Really, you released the the desktop app already? It was possible. Yes, I I I, don't, I have an old I have an old Mac, so I cannot test it. But I I know that some user like asked me, and I sent him the link, and then I I suppose that it works. But we don't promote it. We just we promote the like uh, we promote the. Uh, mobile version of the app so far, and we didn't like any do any like you know like adjustment for the desktop and anything. So it's just possibility that in the in the app store you can actually say it it, it gives you like information so that, that the app is it's possible to release the app on the on the new on the new Macs with this M1 um, processor, I believe. And if you just click yes, then the store do does it and. Uh, it should work. Oh yeah, okay. I think you're talking about like I think on M1 you can natively launch the mobile apps. Yes. Right. Okay. But I was curious if you're actually going to release a Sumio app specifically for desktop because you can do that, right? Uh, this is what we would like to do. Uh, so uh, I think at the mo at the moment the uh, focus is on uh, on the mobile apps, but as we will finish the uh, functionality for creating the financial financial planning. So the ultimate goal that we uh, would like to achieve, then uh, we would definitely go and start to release the app on the other platforms because I believe that this is one of the great advantages of using Flutter that it it enables you to 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 uh to, to to release it on the other platforms yeah yeah definitely i mean have you have you actually tried to run it on your native uh mac before or or, or not i cannot do it i don't have this new mac with m1 so i i'm fortunately i cannot i cannot do it okay and you're working on your on your mac right so does it mean you're running on the ios simulator or are you running it actually on your on your iphone i do both 
<laughs> I do both. I test it on like uh, my uh, my own iPhone, and I also use the simulator. Yeah. I use the simulator for Android. I use the simulator for uh, for iOS, and I try to I, I try different types of phones. And uh, it works pretty good so so far so so good. Well, I I, am, I must say that sometimes I actually when there's a, but again I I guess that's because of I'm not a technical person so I sometimes struggle when there is a new release of Flutter I have to clean all the ports and everything you know but I have a script so it's for me it's just a matter of like few minutes and I I, I learned not to panic <laughs> when it doesn't work and I just. I just I just clean clean uh, clean the folders and, and and build everything from scratch and it works fine so that's that's cool. Yeah, but you did also pick up React Native or sorry React also right? He's saying that before. I yes I started to I started to learn it yeah. Now do you feel that Flutter and React are very similar because sometimes I feel like they're a little bit similar with this idea of composition of components right? Yes yes I think it's the ideas behind it are. Some, some like uh, yeah, similar that you are developing like in in terms of like React, you create these components. In terms of uh, Flutter, you develop the widgets. Uh, I think also the state is somehow like uh, the ideas or the philosophy behind states could be like uh, similar, or how you manage states. Uh, so yes, I think it's it's pretty similar. But I have I must really say uh, full disclosure, I really not developing the widgets so. I'm not able to answer really like questions regarding like how 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 do how the great creation of widgets work. Uh, what I do is that I tweak them. So for example, I was tweaking recently like that I wanted to make some text on some widget uppercase. So I was just using this like to uppercase you know on some text uh, text uh, text fields. So that's this is basically where I'm now. And uh, what I do is actually I, I we are using different services for different stuff. For example, we are using Localize for our translations. So again, I, I'm I'm running these scripts which enable me to down upload download uh, new versions of uh, the texts and and then I do some tweaks there and and stuff. So this is where I am. I also like we use like some some YAML files for some some kind of like data that we use. Uh, we have we have like uh, data for the uh, stock exchanges, so I, I'm I'm using I'm I'm editing these files there, yeah. or I'm adding like the new currencies when when there is a new cryptocurrency. I'm, I'm also have a, there is a, like a YAML file that I update with these new like uh, uh, cryptocurrencies and stuff. So I think it's pretty basic and uh, and <laughs> like. A, stuff which is not like very uh, uh, very like fun for real programmers and that's why actually why uh, you know Tomáš who is our developer is giving me these tasks <laughs> because he's not he's, it's not something funny for him or it's not entertaining so I, I do these boring tasks he delegated to me and I learn how to do them <laughs> and I feel good that I can help him and, and I feel good that I can like also like not only do this Kind of like a marketing and design stuff, but I some I can also you know help him with uh, doing something 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 in with the, in the in, with the code in the app. Now, when you were learning Flutter, did you find it very difficult, or did it just took like maybe a week for you to kind of wrap your head around it? Like, how was the learning process? Mm -hmm. I saw some videos. Uh, you know, Tomáš, the developer, he he did some like. Uh, 
he was he was doing like lectures about Flutter on, on some conference. So I was watching him basically doing these uh, demonstrations and and um, how he was uh, presenting uh, the concept of the Flutter, you know, the widget kind of philosophy. And then I was reading the documentation, so I was like, you know, installing the stuff on my computer, learn how to run it, and on the way I was learning uh, how to use it. So I, I was basically forced by the thing that we, as I said, started to use these different uh, different services for different stuff, like localize or Code Magic for uh, releases. So I learned actually how how to how to use the Flutter in a in order to be able to run the builds or update the text of the app, uh, and that helped me to you know to really it forced me to spend some hours to really go deep and understand you know the folder structure and okay so where are the where are the uh, widgets and, and and where are the functions and where are the YAMLs that we need some messages and stuff so this is what helped me and then also. Uh, the the things that happen on the way that something doesn't work right now, right? I want to run my simulator and it doesn't work and it, it gives you some kind of an error. So uh, I didn't want to uh, go to, to Tomáš uh, and ask him about like why it doesn't work, what, what does it this mean? So I was Googling it, I was, you know, searching how to solve it. And I realize, which I guess you develop, you like developers and programmers know very well that you can find almost, you know, uh, answer for like 99% of your questions because you are not the first one who is, you know, having some, some, some kind of issue. So I realize that you really can get uh, these kind of instructions and there is lots of documentation which you can you can find on the internet, Stack Overflow, of course, and stuff. So, yeah. So this is how I how I did it, how I did it, how I learned how I learned the basics. I think. Now, do you think you can actually learn how to make your own app now that you've been doing this for some time? I was I was I was trying it. I was like experimenting because there are these uh, there are there are these uh, uh, courses on the internet where, where they basically teach you how you can learn. Uh, how you can uh, do your own basic app where you can run the app you can just put there like the first text widget and, and do some kind of stuff mm. but uh, i you know my 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 vision for some apps and i, I and i and uh, we would like to develop some other apps we have these other ideas uh, for uh, for example, the app that would help, you know, with your if you if you collect something, so it would be like a, like the, like the manager of your collections or the app that would be focused on really like on managing your portfolio if you if you if you invest something. And my vision is always like I really like design it and I really see the like the the, the final polish app, you know, and. When I try to do it myself, you know, in, in, when I was trying to do it like really with these basic, you, you see the really like the, the raw stuff and it, it's always for me like a disappointment, you know, that I'm so like low in the uh, knowledge of doing the stuff. So I'm more like focused on doing the design and make sure that it makes sense and it works well, that the user experience is fine. And uh, so I'm kind of like my ambition to really learn Flutter in order to, do, to be able to develop the apps myself. 
uh, is currently, I must say, on hold. <laughs> and I'm, I'm more focused now on making sure that I'm really like able to do the, the operations of the app completely my own, on my own. So I don't need, you know, Tomash, it's the name of the, of the developer. I don't need Tomash to help me with the building. I don't need to, to build the app to, to distribute it in the stores. I don't need, I don't need, I don't need him to ask him to help him to help me with the translations and all, all these kind of like, uh, you know, maintenance stuff. So I want to make sure that this is what I can do and I, I'm, I'm able to do it my, on my own and maybe in the future, uh, I, I see how the platform will uh, grow and how 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 it will be in future but maybe i will i will consider it to also learn more about uh, the coding part of it yeah yeah uh, so um maybe we can talk a little bit more about like because like you said you're not the most technical person on the team uh i would like to talk more about like what do you guys consider flutter like what do you think you guys consider it to be like the best things that's really helped you guys to build your product Right? Was it because of the hot code reload that you can easily make changes and see if it works well or not? Was it the ease of use? Uh, is there any kind of things that, like maybe top three things you think really made it uh, the best choice for you guys? I, I think the first would be to that it's very cross cross platform. So uh, if we if there would be not Flutter and we would have to decide, you know, uh, we would probably choose one of the native uh, platforms. So, because we had limited budget and, and time frame for doing the app, so we we would choose that we would go and develop the app for either Android or either uh, iOS using the native platform. But uh, since there was this opportunity to use the the Flutter and it it seemed to be like a stable version, and as I was trying to explain it, it was we were able to have like a first version of the app pretty pretty fast so we saw that it's 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 it could really work so we decided that we would go with flutter and this kind of this this thing that we can have one code base and be able to have app for iOS and Android it's i think it's 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 great uh, so i would say that this is the first this was the and this is still is the first main uh, uh, main reason why we are using flutter the second reason is the uh the i would say the dart uh, language uh, because uh, again i must say that i cannot compare with many languages dart but it based on what how we discuss it with tomash and also what i'm able to do it seems pretty easy to grasp the basic concepts, how you, you know, format the widget and how you actually construct, construct it. So this, this would be the, the second reason. And the third would be the, I would say the packages that, that there is this, uh, you know, I think now quite a big library of uh, different packages that can help you to solve uh some of your uh problems or can help you to 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 achieve some of the use cases that you want so that's i would say the third reason why it's still like quite attractive for us to 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 do it with with, with flutter 
Now, do you guys have any bad experiences using Flutter? Um, the long silence sounds good, but I mean, there must be something. Yeah, I mean. I, that's, but I really have to think because um, I feel a bit. Uh, I feel a bit like uh, that. I, I can I can try to explain, but I'm not sure if if it's going to be valid for your audience. Uh, uh, we we run. Uh, we we run the code and it works fine. I distribute it in the, for example, in the in the uh, in the Play Store, and uh, I'm getting like messages, like warnings from from the Play Store that we are using like these, like uh, like uh, it's it's not errors, but it, these are like a warnings about some some uh, some stuff. Again, when I consult it with with Tomas, you know, we usually come up with conclusion that this is really just something that is just more or less like the information that something is changing and that we probably you know uh, need to maybe update in the future or something but uh, but I see that you know it's not like uh, I, I try to be maybe sometimes like a too uh, maybe make it too perfect because I would I would love if it would be like super clean <laughs> you know if the if the if I would I, I, I I'm always like a bit worried when I see some kind of a warning or some kind of like this kind of messages, but again, maybe it's because I, my background is more in the design, not in the in the development side. So I would love it if it would be like uh, if it would be clean and and clear what you could do. Because when we were investigating something, we realized that it's probably some old message from from the Play Store. You know that Play Store is saying us that we should update our package for i don't know payments but we already updated it i'm but to some higher version that then that was in the play store so so some kind of like these things uh that like i think uh, are to me uh something that i wish there would be just like some kind of a check that okay it works everything is fine or these are four things that you should check or and improve or change and if you do it, then it's clean, clear. Yeah, maybe this. Also, maybe I mentioned that sometimes we were using these packages, and even if the package was was like uh, has a good rating and was seemed to be like uh, good, we realized that it didn't work for us uh, in terms of like quality of uh of the code or maybe 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 it was also like there were, there were like some some uh some problems like when you combine uh different packages together that they they, they don't like it so this this kind of thing we also uh found on the way to develop the app that this 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 happened too okay yeah so you must be careful when when you pick pick your packages i think and you must really t- think it okay so this is this could solve the problem, but maybe not. You know, you shouldn't just uh, make an assumption that okay, this uh, package says that it's for like uh, charts, and it has like lots of votes. It's like it seems to be used by I don't know like thousands of developers, so it must be it must work. Uh, it can it cannot. You know, it, you you should really make sure that you try it, and uh, and make like some contingency like make some kind of like a test before you uh you you try to really use it so basically some of the more popular packages 
you thought would be a good match because it's popular, well used, etc. Yes. And then you went to use it and it didn't fit your use case, right? Or it, they they were really like not easy to configure or you know use them as 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 as, as we would expect. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of like both a the good and bad of Flutter is that Flutter is only as good as the packages, right? And if the packages are not good, then obviously Flutter cannot be good. Something like that. I, I, I... Uh, yeah, and, and also I think maybe this is something that, again, I, I, I understand that maybe Google is trying to really like make it easy for anyone to develop, the, to, to, you know, to publish the packages and make them available for for use. And I, I, I believe they are trying to make this kind of like a system where you get points or votes and make it clear what packages are popular and how how, how they do. But I think maybe if, if they would introduce some kind of like a real quality checks, you know, or some kind of like, a, I don't know, I don't, I'm not, at the moment, I don't have like some special like solution how to do it, but it would be great if there would be some kind of like a, like a, like a real review of the, of, of the packages or they would be like uh, premium packages you know that that you would make sure that they are really like you know tested uh, and i know that there are actually you can see that they are uh, they are like uh, they don't get, they, they go through some some probably approval but maybe this is something that could be maybe make even better yeah i think i've seen some rating system like on the scanning of the packages like how good the code is or something yeah probably yeah uh, yeah, I mean that's that's really tough to say. I mean, it's kind of like I know what is good, but I don't really know how to say what is good, kind of thing. Yeah. You have to kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot what the saying is, but it's like I know what I like. It's like I don't know what I like, but I know what I don't like when I see it. Something like that, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can I can understand what you mean, and uh, yeah, that's that's a that's a really tricky problem to solve. But I guess one way to do that is like if you do see it, but something that's not so good, you can try to. What's the word for that? Um, submit a patch or update for that package and see if you can make it better, right? Yeah, yeah, and we developed our own packages as well and make them available. So, you know, I think the ecosystem behind Flutter, I think this is also something which is very valuable. But again, you shouldn't take for granted that when there is a package which says that is solving some something that it's really solved, uh, sometimes you really have to uh, test it and maybe realize that this is not what you what you really uh, need so also one of the things that i just i'm just thinking about how you you you, you asked me about you know how we were considering the flutter uh, the one thing actually that is still come some kind of like which i have some somewhere on on, on in the back of my head is just i think if if the google is going to support uh, the development of Flutter because I was reading some kind of like a blog post of people who were saying yeah yeah this is like some another project of Google they are going to do it for like a few years and then they decide that this is not going to work for them and they abandoned it and all of you who are developing these apps will be like uh, lost because there will be no support for it so I don't know if 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 you know more more about it but I was worried about this kind of thing because we would wish that there would be still this kind of like uh, support and uh, dedication uh, from Google so there are still like engineers who are you know making new releases of Flutter and making it better and enhancing the platform so I wish they will continue and 
make it better. I feel like it's accelerating. Have you seen, have you guys actually updated to Flutter 3 yet? Yeah. Did you see all of the release notes for Flutter 3? No, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> oh, you should definitely take a look at it. Like, it may be interesting for you guys because um, I actually went ahead and, and invested into a foldable phone now because I think these are going to be, maybe I'm speaking too crazy, but I feel like these are going to be the future, right? Because I feel that, yes, we're more mobile, but at the same time, you need more space sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. And so I can only see this kind of stuff getting bigger. And with Flutter 3, they actually introduced a little bit more uh, support for okay. foldables. And that came from Microsoft, not from Google, from Microsoft. Okay. So there's more and more companies submitting things. Uh, Ubuntu also submitted some stuff a while back. It's getting more and more outside development, right? So even if Google does drop it, there's a lot of people who are invested heavily into Flutter. Mm -hmm. So I, I can't see Google ever dropping it. Uh, but I think that this has become more than just a Google project. Yes, Google's still 80%, 90%. But with Microsoft even putting effort into it and, and giving it this kind of support, I think that means something, right? Yeah, it's definitely good to see uh, that, you know, the brands, uh, some big companies are developing apps using Flutter because it's, it, it's, it makes me uh, think that, okay, if these companies made this decision to, to go with Flutter and develop apps using uh, Flutter, then it's probably a good sign that it's going to last uh, more than just, uh, just, uh, just a year or two. Yeah. All right, so basically, uh, we can sum this all up saying that you guys are 100% sure this is the right tool for your, what you guys wanted to do, right? At the moment, we think that this is the right tool for us. And I, I would say that it always depends on the on the use case you are solving, right? So I think that when you are trying to develop an app, which would really depend on some special APIs that, you know, iOS provides or uh, Android provides, then I don't know if it if it would be the uh, the the right platform for you but for our use case which is basically that the app is the 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 calculator and the tracker of stocks investments you know your assets and liabilities uh, so we, we we don't need any like special uh, uh, augmented reality stuff or any any like these things that probably are special for um, the native platforms for us, it works very well. And also the way that we are able to maybe in the future, even like launch on the desktop and, and web, it's from the one code base. Uh, it's it's crucial for us, especially for us, because we are, as I said, we are this just team of three, small startup, no venture capital funding, nothing. So we are trying to be as, as, as efficient as it's possible. Yeah, I, I think that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, okay, so uh, let me, let's talk a little bit more about Sumio, right? So Sumio, uh, is it available for free for anybody to, to, to download and to play with? Yes, uh, we made, it's a freemium model. So uh, it's free to download. So you can download it on uh, Google Play Store and Apple App Store for free. And the app is private. That's one of the things that uh, we decided to do. And I believe that it's quite not so usual 
uh, that uh, we basically do not collect any private data. So what we know about our users is just what the stores will tell us, which is basically just the information that someone gave you some rating, that someone downloaded it. And we also know because we have this integration with the revenue cat that someone bought the app, but we don't know who, we don't know, we just know that it was someone using uh, iPhone with this kind of iOS. There is just a hash of, uh, of, the, of, the, of the user, we don't know who was it and stuff. And we don't collect any data, so if you enter uh, any data into the app, like if you want to track how many stocks you have, how many Bitcoin or how many ETF funds you own, we don't get this data, we don't use this data anyhow, because we don't have them, basically. So unless uh, you contact us by email and ask us for some questions with, I know, how to how to add something in your in the app, we, we don't know uh, anything about our users. So we were afraid that uh, the, uh, because it's, the app is about, about finance, that uh, uh, people uh, would be worried to share or put the, the information in the app if it would be other way, if, if, if it would be not like private. What I would like to say is uh, that we, be, we believe that this is like a, we believe that this is like a big thing, the privacy kind of thing. Apple is talking about it a lot. Uh, what we are realizing actually it's that it's not so important for our users so i would be really interested in in this kind of discussion with someone how how they see it maybe someone has a different experience but our experience so far and we thought that this kind of like a value proposition that the app is private would be like a like a big it seems that it's not so important. It's important for some people, but I would say it would be it's like five percent of people are really interested, and they they like say that this is a great that is private. That is this is what they wanted, but then they are the rest of the users, and there are many users who are saying that uh, they would probably have no problem to you know. Uh, because they are using now apps which are collecting the data and when I'm discussing it with them or when I'm like chatting on, for example, uh, Reddit and stuff, they, they don't seem to be like, they don't, they don't see the problem there. They don't, they don't, they don't consider it as like a, as an issue that you basically enter all your financial kind of thing to some web application and the web application not only can be like uh, you know hacked, but they basically can do the data. Uh, they can do anything with with the data that you that you enter. And it seems that people are still like not very concerned about this. Maybe that's because we are somehow got to the point when we are like okay that every everyone is tracking us. We are sharing all of the information on the internet, and we just don't care. And okay, so then another app wants wants to get my financial data it's free okay I, I i give them my data but it's something that's i was hoping that we could be you know interesting by this kind of value proposition that that the app is private that we don't collect any data we don't 
have this kind of thing and it seems to be not so important for for users they ask us actually that we would like that they they ask us to develop these connections to banks and 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 wallets and stuff which we plan to do but which means that then you basically you know will share with plate or with some other provider of the data or like credentials and it seems that it's it's you know another problem that you know the, the the benefit that I get something for free or it's automated is like bigger or you it's considered to be like a better than the feeling that you are like safe in terms of your private data. That's quite interesting for me. I mean, I'm I actually I work with Played uh, on a project mm-hmm. right now, and I feel so strange. Like oh, I have to put in my bank credentials in order for me to to do what I need to do. And I'm like, wow, that's very scary. And, and actually they save it, right? Because they've had to be able to log into your bank account and pull information. I feel a little bit uh, worried about that. I mean, I guess it's safe because I mean, they, I don't really hear anybody really hacking played, but I still feel nervous like about entering in my stuff and letting them go through my bank account. Uh, I, I believe it's, well, we are exploring it now. So we are looking at different kind of uh, these providers because we would be never never able to develop these connections with the banks ourselves because there are like thousands of them and uh, so we will have to uh, make some connection using uh, plate or other other players which are try which are offering these apis but uh, we want to do it the way that it will be secure and private for people and so far you know we we are just trying to find out how to how to do it this way because we still think that the value proposition of our app that it's private it's it, it's strong and it will in the time it it will become stronger and stronger so yeah but it's just interesting that you know that this kind of thing that uh, when I when I talk to some users and, and I mentioned that Sumio is freemium, so you can actually use uh, the app for free, but there is a limit of how many assets you can you can track. So there is five uh, assets that you can track using Sumio. So for example, if you have like stocks, uh, uh, crypto, crypto, some cryptocurrencies, some ETF funds, blah, blah, blah. So there is only like five items that you can actually uh, add to the app and track them, track track it for free. And if it's more, then then we ask you to uh, to subscribe for the premium. And uh, when I was talking to users uh, and they were explaining me, yeah, but you know when I use the other apps, you know it's free and okay, but you basically give them all the data and information, and and then they are like trying to convince you to invest in this kind of stuff because they are basically connected with the with the broker and so so basically they are like trying to constantly you know like with with ads with anything like convince you that you should start to invest in this or that and we don't do it there are no ads in this email we don't do any we don't spam so but i think this is something that's still like my experience is that most users at least the ones that I spoke with are not considering as as an issue to really like give away data. Okay, that's that's interesting. All right, so okay, so subscription is is um, what will actually unlock. So it definitely unlocks unlimited uh, assets, right? Is there anything else? Uh, and market data. 
and cut and you can create because you basically can sort out the assets by categories so there are some default categories and in order to create your own category so for example if you want to sort out your stocks or crypto currencies that you own by some special uh, category so you want to create a category because you own stocks in Europe and in Asia and some US stocks and some stocks are in uh, US dollars some stocks you uh, have on in in uh, euros or in British pounds so you want to have this kind of like a structure so you see the allocation of your assets which app which the Sumio uh, actually allows you to see the allocation and, and, and actually play with the categories so if you want to do this kind of like a more sophisticated sorting then uh, we also ask you to to pay for the premium and the market data uh, there is some kind of like a limit because we offer like that you can actually explore uh, the market data we use uh, apis uh, there is more than 50 stock exchanges uh, all around the globe uh, so europe us uh, asia uh, australia africa too so you can basically search for different kind of stocks on in, in the app but again if you are the free user we want to have some kind of a cap some kind of, so there's some kind of a limit that you can actually i don't know how how, how uh how many it's not it's not like some hard uh, cap so if you would use it really heavy then you would again ask you to subscribe for premium because we basically this is how we pay for the data we again have we as a as a provider we have again the limit for the data so uh so that's why we we introduce this kind of uh, cap for the for the free users now, how are you guys? Is uh, are you guys actually making enough money on this, or you guys are just getting by, or how's the revenue coming in? Has it been pretty successful? Uh, we have like uh, we are trying to make it so it's sustainable, but at the moment we are still like developing the app. So for us, this is like more or less like the like the first version made to. Uh, to make the experience with like getting into the stores, make the distribution, learn actually how to market the app. So what we are doing now with the first version of the app is that we are learning the uh, the uh, the process of like having the app and and market it. And uh, we are trying to like we are we we already have some like pay, paid paying customers so we, we have premium customers who are paying uh, for the some sumio which which is which is great but uh, to make it a like a real business uh, what we wanted to make it, it this is not where we are at the moment honestly this is this is what we believe that we need to really fulfill the mission of the app because when, when, I, when I'm when I'm talking to users they basically are telling me the features that we are planning to introduce so so i guess we will have to finish the features that uh, that we want in order to get where we where we want to be i hope that uh, it will work for us this way okay um, is there anything coming up on the short term that we should know about for the app like any kind of features that are coming out? Uh, yes, uh, I'm just finishing the translations to other languages because so far the app is in English and in Czech because we are from Czech Republic. 
but uh, we are now preparing the translation to German, French, Spanish and Polish. So what I would like to uh, do in, uh, I think it should be in like in uh, two weeks is to make sure that the translations are correct and release the new version. And also what we are working now to add there is that we enable to uh, track uh, like assets like uh, like uh, real estate, you know, stocks, crypto, ETF funds. Uh, and we want to add, add the pressure, precious metals. So you, if you own some gold or silver, you will be able to track these two. So this is an, another functionality that we, we, we want to uh, we want to add again. It's uh, it's now we are we are developing it. So after you guys become very popular, you're going to be using this app to track your own uh, uh, net worth when you guys are become a billion dollar company. <laughs> uh, well, our ultimate goal is really to create to make it the like a financial planner, you know. So like so it will be. I think the tracking of network is like fun uh, to see, you know, if 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 the overall network is like growing or how, how is going, how is your assets and liabilities allocated. But I think the 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 the, the more useful and and the mission of the app basically is to to really help you to get to the goals where you want to, which you want to achieve. Because the, the 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 hypothesis that I have is that uh, uh, most of us have some kind of a dream, right? That that you want to have your own house, you want to travel around the world, you want to get financially independent, you want to retire, basically. But uh, I don't know many people who would really know what does it what does it mean? Like, if you want to buy a new house, is it is it that I that you need to have one million dollars or is it that you need to have one thousand one hundred thousand dollars or you know what if you want to uh, get your retirement what 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 kind of like money you need to really be financially independent so so how much is enough you know for you so this is something that I think not many people know and I don't know basically no one who was actually thinking about it but I when I talked about with Everyone is interested, actually, how much it would be. Like, because everyone has some kind of a dream, some kind of a goal. So, what what I would like to achieve with the app is that the app would give you this kind of answer. So, you would it would be a tool for you to really say that you want to achieve this goal, like let's say financial independence or buying a house or becoming debt free. And the app would prepare for you or help you prepare for you the way how you can get it. So it would help you to calculate what does it mean, you know, specifically for your situation. So because you would calculate the net worth, you would calculate, you know, where you are. But it would also help you how, how to get to where you want to be. And then the the next stage would be that we would again, like, help you to really like to coach you actually to uh, to get there so the app would actually help you to continue on this way to achieve the goal so it would give you the information that 
you know, in order to achieve your financial independence, you need to save or invest or do make this kind of money uh, for this kind of years. The, the app would actually help you on the way with uh, some tips how to do it, with some maybe advice of someone. Uh, we were like, or we are like discussing, maybe we could involve some like uh, real uh people who would actually become like assistants so you would be able to ask for like assistance if you would need uh on the way so this is the the basic the, the mission of the app is actually is that it will help you to achieve the goals okay yeah i i can see that i'm thinking to actually download it now because i actually also want to figure out where i am and also uh yeah i have a couple of goals right it seems like at least in us it's like more and more expensive to buy a house everywhere all over the place so i really need to think about how much i need to save i don't know about prague prague is or czech republic also the same yeah it's getting crazy prices yeah yeah i feel like i need one of those dollar homes in in detroit maybe if you heard of those places before <laughs> have you seen dollar homes before i've seen dollar homes in italy actually i've seen some like uh, like uh, i don't know if it was like some videos on youtube like they, they are they are like villages in italy where you can buy a house for one one euro or something like that <laughs> i don't know how they are in italy or europe but in the us i mean you buy it for a dollar but the property is so crap you have to basically yeah. spend twice as much as you probably would have bought it as decent in time you know it's crazy yeah yeah, they lure you in with that dollar. Yeah, I think I actually mentioned. I think I do remember this about dollar or euro homes in in Italy. Now, now it's starting to sound a little bit familiar. I feel like I heard this before. <laughs> well, I thank you again so much. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to say before we sign off? Because I feel like we have uh, a lot of info from you, and it's really great to hear about Sumio and how you guys are using Flutter. Yeah, uh, thank thank you for like, inviting me. I'm I'm sorry if I was like uh, if I disappointed some of your audience because I'm not like wasn't I wasn't able to talk very technical about some like technical aspects. If if anyone would be interested in in like uh, our experience with Sumio, I, I would be more than happy to answer some questions. You know, I I I, I remember when I was like uh, I was in some forums about Flutter and I was like posting about Flutter. The, the the other developers were interested in our packages and stuff so we would be happy to to share you know Tomash our developer is developing some packages on his own and he he, he I think he's making them uh, available uh, for free so if uh, if someone would need some kind of like advice or 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 maybe more experience we are happy to 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 share it with our flutter with our flutter experience with our flutter adventure <laughs> yeah please maybe if you guys write out a couple of blog posts and let people know about the stuff you guys are working on i think people would be very interested to hear mm-hmm. and maybe be inspired by you guys no yeah. great well thank you so much for your time and i really appreciate it hopefully we can have you back again uh for your next project or if there's anything bigger for uh sumio or fidelity thanks thanks a lot thanks a lot and have a nice time have a nice weekend <laughs> Thank you